episode of Dos Nabsinkos. This is episode number 124. This week, we in our movie of the week, we cover Thor, Love and Thunder. But before we get into it, as always, I'm your host, David. I'm Stuart. And I am thoroughly disappointed because somebody got my hopes up that there was an all-you-can-eat section at Dodger Stadium. And what do I find? It is, for the foreseeable future, discontinued. It's all because so, of Ben's fault. So thank you. No, thank you, David. Thank you. Yeah, I got my really, just really shoving hey, it right hey, up my ass. I was just as disappointed as you were. Did Where you guys go to a Dodger game? I was trying weekend? to find seats, and I can't find where to get seats specifically for that place. And then I find out they don't do it anymore. Mm. So, yeah, fuck you, David. And uh, fuck and you, fuck Stu. The Dodgers. And fuck the Dodgers. <laughs> That's right. I said it. I don't think they care. Eh, no one cares. It's just the Dodgers. <laughs> what? Uh, b- baseball takes a long, long time. But all right. Uh, outside of the movie of the week uh, and Ben's disappointment, what else did you see this week? Uh, is, that to, is that to me or is that ben? to Ben? Ben. Oh, I did watch the finale for the boys. Um, I don't know if either of you are caught up on I it. I am. I am. Uh, did you all have any general feelings about how the show or, or the season ended? I have a lot of feelings on how the whole seas, uh, season went. went. Um, we want to talk about it. Um, one of my, I think my gripe with this season is that, like, it didn't feel it. I don't know what it was, but like, it felt like, you know, I feel like the centerpiece of the show is 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 kind of like it's Butcher. Am I wrong in that? No, I could. You could. I say mean, like, at least Huey. at least like one of the main center. You know. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm good. Uh, yeah, and so, and like, you know, he, it's, it, you know, the whole show is titled after the boys, his little group that he, you know, his little group of ragtag, you know, anti-soup guys. And I feel like this season was like, Butcher was still being the boys, but everyone else was like, nah, fuck that. Like, for some reason, they just weren't down anymore. Uh, I don't know. That's That, that was my main gripe with it, because I'm like, I, wanna, I wanted to see them, you know, fighting soups using the you know having to you know come up with some crazy you know plan because they're just regular people to fight soups but then it was just like i don't know butcher's off still trying to fight fight the soups and everyone else is like no butcher's bad which you know i'm not saying he's a great guy but (laughs) but like come on grow up everyone like fucking everyone's just chose this season to get all high and mighty and oh we i don't know that's that's my main gripe with this season you think it's just mostly because he had to become somewhat of a villain to be able to do that to be able i think to... i think he's like the only one out of at least out of the original boys group that like in the, at least in this season like understood the stakes mm-hmm. like what the fuck is you know mm and frenchy gonna do just if they're if they don't you know go all in yeah what's their plan i think that that um well this season was very divisive among a lot of people right Um, a lot of people just did not like how the season ended and thought it was a waste and they had similar gripes to what you're talking about right where 
everyone's kind of sitting on their ass not really taking this seriously or you know not putting up enough effort as butcher you know crossing that line so to speak um i think that the season was supposed to kind of amplify that message and kind of go along that that plot point how they all want the same thing but to what extent do they want it you know what lines are they willing to cross and what are they willing to sacrifice to get there so butcher is well well that's what i really liked about the the season finale uh spoilers for anyone listening to this that has not watched the season finale yet um a lot of people did not like how the final battle was just abruptly interrupted by homelander or i mean uh ryan i, I guess i don't really know how to refer to him as is it homelander son or is it butcher's son Sutherland. homelander's son uh butcher's yeah. uh ward i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> yes butcher's ward he he abruptly interrupted the big climactic battle and for the whole season butcher has been saying you know whatever it takes you know he has been doing the dirty work he didn't care if he was going to die by you know injecting temp v into his you know into his body he just wanted to kill homelander and he was willing to do like all the morally great things that were possible to get there but finally when we get to the last battle his son shows up and it just turns out that, well, he wasn't ready to kind of go past that point, right? Like he, I think they made a really good point about how he's been talking to uh, Soldier Boy saying that, you know, he's not your real son, get over it. And this this conflict kind of reflected himself, right? Where this isn't really his son, yet he wants to like kind of sacrifice everything to not kill him and not get him involved. So um it it it, i think it did a really good job of showing like it's really easy to talk the talk but when like push comes to shove can you do it and butcher could not so i mean it was very difficult for people to watch that and accept that but i i liked it in butcher's defense he was the only one all season doing the walking and the talking he was yeah that's that's what i like about it because he was good up until a certain point because he was always saying like i am willing to do whatever it takes you know I will also say that I feel like that the the line that he didn't cross with uh, Ryan mm-hmm. was more of his obligation he made like to his you know his wife who right, is right. no longer alive. Not yeah. so much that he likes the kid that much. Exactly. Yeah. So he, he, he did he draw had, that line for himself. That's right. what I'm saying. Like, but, he, not, but not because it was a you know a righteous just a kid or, or whatever, but mm-hmm. it was because he made that promise to his dying wife that you know he would try to look after him so yeah yeah if it wasn't for that he probably wouldn't have given a shit yeah right so i mean whether or not like you think that you know he's the honorable person doing that or if he's just doing all that other shit the whole entire season it it did come to that point where butcher did have finally have a, a line that he could not cross at the end do we know how many seasons they are up for? Four, or five. Did, have they confirmed? They've already confirmed that they're renewing it, obviously. Yeah. But do yeah. we know how much farther down the line we're going? Uh, I think Amazon is all in on this, so okay. <laughs> until Seth Rogen plops over and dies. Oh dear. <laughs> um. Do we know anything about the source material? If that's also been written, or are we like yeah, early in the Game Game of Thrones version where? Like they've it's actually not even kind in the of book anymore. 
they kind of already deviated away from the source material. They, there's some things that they pluck here and there, but they, for the most part, from what I know, they have definitely taken a lot of liberties with how it went. And a lot of the people who've read the comic book have said that, you know, the, the show is much better. Um, oh. A lot of descriptions with the original comic is it, it's it's very edgy and that that's all it is it's just very just, very edgy just edgelord material. yeah just a fucking bunch of edgelord stuff <laughs> um they they really enjoy the show more than the comic because of the or graphic is it graphic novel or comic whatever same thing what's the difference it's all the same it says we're gonna ben piss the off, but... oh, okay. <laughs> um is it because of the product placement that it makes it feel more real um maybe the, it, maybe it's the product placement <laughs> maybe it's the the timeliness of it i feel like it does make a lot of uh a lot of examples of current political situations so they, mm. i think that's definitely a lot of the appeal of it right now yeah and that's actually the part of this season that i dislike the most mm. this is uh it's you know it's like on, I don't know. It's like I feel like it's trying it's, to be it's, relevant. Like, this kind relevant. of stuff is like it's supposed to be like escapism. You get enough of that shit, you know, just in that throughout daily media consumption, and now you go watch the boys, see what the butcher and the boys are up to, and oh, okay, it's just social justice. It's just a reflection of what's going on. Right. And I've already okay, great. <laughs> it's just uh, adding superheroes to whatever's on the news or CNN or MSNBC. Pretty much. Hmm. I mean, but to be fair, I think, with uh, corporate sponsorships. Yeah. Oh wait, that's still the same. I, I think oh, this uh, the show is only going to lean more into that later on. Yeah. I know the first season, uh, it it also dealt with that quite a bit, but it didn't lean so heavily into it. Yeah. But it, now that you know, yeah, they know that so, they can get away with it. They did it run. so. It was so prevalent in this season that they they have are like obligated now to continue with it <laughs> moving forward. And. For me, I think I'm okay with it. I actually do kind of like it, but I know a lot of people will definitely be off-put by a lot of what's going on in there and what's going on in the real world. So, yeah, no escapism here. If you want some of that, you better <laughs> yeah. watch a different show. Yeah. Oh, how is uh, how is your viewing experience of the player, the players? Oh, players? Yeah. yeah. Um, is that players? almost done? Uh, I actually don't know how many episodes it is, but I am... I am enjoying it still. Um, you know, all the episodes are coming out. It's um, It definitely took, like, the first few episodes to kind of hook you in because I, I think it definitely had a lot more of the humor in the first few episodes. But now, as the season goes on, it, you get more involved and invested in the story. And it's very odd to say because it's just like, well, it's about a fake esports team. How how invested can you get? But, you know, the, the, uh... each each character becomes very likable in their own sense. And I feel like um it definitely doesn't try to go with this angle of representing esports players as like these these really um quirky oddballs you know oh i i feel like each character in a self they're believable it's like i totally could imagine this kind of person like kind of treading around (laughs) the real world they're not like character caricatures of esports players they are you know very respectable people in of themselves um did they actually cast anybody that was in, that was on a pro team or anything yeah. like that? There might be. Honestly, there are a lot of different like uh, interviews and whatnot going around, 
and i could not make heads or tails of like oh is this an actual person like is I, it I only know. because it's not a fighting it's not the fighting game scene yeah i mean like i don't know anything <laughs> about league of legends but that's that's what's great about it right like i don't know anything about league of legends but i i feel like they give you enough context to be you know invested in at least like what's going on during the games versus like what each of their roles are and everything mm. I, I think they did a really good job with that how how well do they showcase the toxicity of League of Legends. Um, actually, I think they do a pretty good job because the um, one of the main. <laughs> How many characters... keyboards have been broken? That's the good. That's oh, the actually, question. man, you should watch it if you want to see that. Wait, um, really? Oh boy. How okay. many banned or cancelable words are screamed or shouted in caps lock? I, I think oh. there was actually a plot point about that. Um, <laughs> the main character's uh, tag. His name is uh, Cream Cheese. And after he became, well, that that's his um, tag after he became famous. Before that, his name was Nut Milk. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, oh, I don't know why they, they asked me to change it. It's so weird, you know? What, what's wrong with Nut Milk? Yeah, it could be almond or cashew. <laughs> no, that, they, they spent a good amount of time just, like, milking that uh, that joke. <laughs> but, they yeah, I, I still the really enjoy Profanity filters, stuff like that. Mm. All right, sounds like pretty good. Uh, what about you, Stu? What did you see this week? Well, I, uh, along with the boys, the boys, I caught up on uh, uh, Stranger Things. Oh, Let you're me. all the way done. I yeah. won't say anything since Ben's I'm all the way done. So now it'll be my <laughs> turn to ruin it for Ben. So this is what happens. <laughs> but can you really ruin Stranger, Stranger Things? things. <laughs> I, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Ben, how far have you continued to watch it? No. how far did you get too soon after you hurt his hurt him last time yeah that's fine whatever ben doesn't have feelings i'll say this though i'll say this though there's one thing i want to bring up about this is this is like a i think what is it a semi-spoiler no it's not even a spoiler it's it's i want to give uh the duffer brothers major props or whoever wrote this in is is kind of like a throwaway nothing line of, of uh in the in the show but basically, uh, at one point in the, I think it's the second to last episode. Okay. Or for or either the last or the part one last. of part two. You yeah, mean. yeah. Okay. Um, someone's someone's walking along, and he says, uh, he says, "Quarter and search by twos." Hicks, take the upper level. Wow. And that is directly a wow. direct line from Aliens. What a terrible line! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. No. <laughs> no you heard it he agreed he agreed no it's a time stamp it it was such a uh well i mean the line in the show in in the show stranger things was a throwaway line but the fact that they, they paid uh, homage to yes, they, the shows uh, that came before it right yes. episode title Stu hates aliens no <laughs> i even i for ben, reason, if you don't stop Stu's gonna just ruin all the stranger things and make you watch it and for some reason, it's extremely coincidental <laughs> that prior to uh, finishing up Stranger Things, I had watched Aliens that day. Wow. Like, I had it playing in the background. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, shout out to whoever put that line in. I also, it. Uh, Stu, what were your thoughts on the soundtrack for the last two episodes? Uh, of Stranger Things? Uh-huh. I thought the, the metal part was really cool. Ooh, so good. And that's all I'll say. Mm. 
I don't no, want to. I, don't I won't say anything else. I don't want to say. Yeah, you. I was gonna. I'll ask you later. No, no, no. I'll ask you later. Um. So, uh, have either of you? How far have either of you started? Uh, finished or watched any of Westworld? Did you guys ever zero in that? Ben, I read the book flap. The book. Gonna mutter that last. So, so after after uh, essentially gritting my teeth and getting through season three season four is actually not too bad um especially there's it's kind of reminds me of how you guys felt about obi-wan right there's a couple of episodes that kind of save it it's like okay i understand the tie-in but these are the episodes i'm here for um the recent episode episode three kind of gave me that feel but uh if you guys haven't seen any of it i guess it really doesn't matter but yeah that's what i've been getting caught up on and uh i finally saw Remember that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal movie, Ambulance? Oh, <laughs> Michael Bay? Yeah, the Michael Bay. Yeah, Did you guys ever out, watch that? Came out recently? No. Uh-huh. Uh, I finally watched it, and I'll tell you, I'll give you this. Without the Transformers, it's not as great. <laughs> There's no Transformers. Like, I, I don't under, like... What, what, do you, what do you do? What a, what a review. I, man, this movie was great, except there weren't any Transformers. In it. No, no, no. The movie would have been great if they just transformed. That would have been great. That, that, that's, that's a review. That's what I said. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm saying... Oh, see, Ben, David said he wanted the characters to transform. Right. Not that there, there weren't any Transformers in them. There's also no Transformers either. Nobody like, transforms in this like movie. Like Optimus Prime or whatever, Starscream. That would have probably and saved this movie. Tron. Or jazz. Right. Jazz. <laughs> you know. Or Bumblebee. Michael Bay has like a certain style, right? Like tons of explosions and stuff like that. And he does this like, so, like what's that? Like lens flare a lot. In oh, a lot of his J. J. films. Is that his, his signature? I just, for some reason, just every time that he like had one, like, I don't know. There's like a specific sequence that he does. And he did it like five to six times in this movie. I was just like. That was strictly just ripped from the original Transformers movie, except for there's no Transformers in this. I feel like I don't know. I don't know what the premise of Ambulance is, but would you like me about, to tell you? I mean, it's, it's like a bank robbery thing. Yeah, right? it's a bank robbery that's gone wrong, and they they that doesn't they, that doesn't strike me as a as a movie, a screenplay, or whatever. That you know, you go, you know, who we need for this? Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. Like, <laughs> uh, I think he's the only one that could possibly stretch a movie out. Maybe they should have got. Maybe they should have got Michael Mann instead. Ooh. But Michael Bay is like, you need a bad boys movie, I got you. You need a Transformers I, movie, I got you. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they were really going for, and then the twist at the very end, I was just, eh, whatever. So we're not twist really that the was a Transformer. See, that would have saved the movie. <laughs> If the ambulance turned into a transformer, is that what you No, if I mean, wait, you, you guys turn into you a guys... transformer. Always <laughs> a transformer. <laughs> what do you mean you turn into a transformer? Wait, 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 Ben, that's not true. If we, if you remember from Man, my, uh, my Dark Side of the Moon or the second last one... week, <laughs> turned into a transformer. <laughs> All right, whatever. Clearly, it doesn't matter. All right, uh, let's move over to our box office rundown for this week. At number one is our movie of the week. No surprise, Thor: Love and Thunder with 144 million dollars. That's not number minions. Number That's two, minions. the Gentle Minions. Woo! The Rise of Gru with 46 million. Number three, Top Gun Maverick. Nice. Number four, Elvis. 
Eh. Number five, Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, Number God. six, The Black Phone. Number seven, Lightyear, which apparently is causing a lot of... Uh, somebody's getting a lot of grief for not showing up to watch that movie in theaters or something like that. Uh, number eight, up from number 11, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Woo! Ben, how many times have you seen that? It's A24. A24 Supremacy. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> number nine, it, I think there's a subscription that's coming out for A24, right? I, I bought like it. That. I have money. Oh, did Here you already? Is. Here's okay. my checkbook. Just take it. <laughs> yeah, because I think they're they're going to be releasing a streaming service or something like that. I, I vaguely remember somebody. 90% something of like our this. content is just male penises. Oh, Say less. <laughs> <laughs> Show more. All right. Number, number nine, Mr. Malcolm's List. Number 10, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. For some wow. reason. Get wow. it? Just borrow someone's Disney Plus at this point, please. Uh, and uh, falling out of the top 10 is everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, no. But that brings its grand total to $67 million. Woo! Which is still more than what the Black Phone has brought in. Ow. Woo! Well, I mean, whoa, okay. Black Phone hasn't been out as long, but yeah. uh, not that I yeah, but Black it's also Phone to rake it in, but. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, questions, comments, concerns. Did you see the, the Guru movie, uh, David? No, I did not. Ben, did you? Are you sure? No, I'm serious. I haven't seen it. That doesn't seem very convincing, David. I am oh, waiting for the. I'm waiting for the box set. <laughs> with a limited edition banana that comes. Dude, with it's it. going to be shaped like a banana, dude. No, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy the uh, box set on on um, on Prime Video, and they'll just send you a banana. All right, uh, nothing on this. All right, let's jump over to our movie review. Uh, ben, tell us about Thor: Love and Thunder. Thor Love and Thunder finds our hero stacked against Gore the God Butcher as he rampages across the universe slaying any god in his wake. For this adventure, it'll take much more than Thor Odinson to achieve victory. No, it will take the combined forces of Thor, Korg, Valkyrie, the King of Asgard, and the newest addition to the MCU, Mighty Thor, a.k.a. Jane Foster. A fine addition to all the Marvel heroes out there. Finally, a strong female hero. Um, <laughs> no, I was starting to get a bit worried. We weren't getting any cool, strong female yeah. heroes. It's been very uh, male-centric this the past fifteen years. It has, but you know, Marvel has done it again. Finally, you know, done it. With, with with the past few heroes, we you know, Black Widow's dead. Gamora's dead. Wanda's dead. Captain Carter's dead. The other Captain Marvel is dead. (laughs) I mean, I have high hopes for this new. That's what we call foreshadowing. (laughs) (laughs) I hope she stays around for at least (laughs) 10 years. At least. Have her own separate story arc. It's gonna and, be and another movie just for her, because God, we need it. <laughs> I see what you did there. All right, Stu, thoughts on Thor: Love and Thunder? Um, so I, when I was watching it, I found it you know 
fairly enjoyable. There were parts I, I, you know, didn't really, I wasn't really a fan of. And in general, the one thing we'll get to the in the spoilers. There, just one thing in general in in movies and TV, I I just can't get on board with, uh, which occurs at at the end of the movie, which you know we'll talk about later. But that one was kind of like a real big thorn in my claw, um, about the movie. But I gotta say, Christian Bale knocked it out of the park. Um, he's like, it's almost, it's, it's funny. Cause it's like, there's Chris Hemsworth where he's like, okay, that's cool. Um, you know, we, we're kind of familiar with, you know, Chris Hemsworth and his, you know, Thor character. And then like having Christian Bale there, I feel like just completely outshined everyone else in the movie. Um, just Sucked everything, all the oxygen out of the room, everything he, he just stole the show each time he's on screen. Um, and it was, and I, I think, uh, I might be going out on a limb to say that I feel like this movie actually did, um, pulled off some kind of like, kind of a horror element better yes. than universe, Dr. Strange in the universe, uh, multiverse Ooh. of madness, um, with Christian Bale's, uh, gore, uh, the God, God killer mm-hmm. with a lot of his, uh, his scenes. That's, I mean. I'd have to go back and do a side by side, but you know, having said all that, there was still, you know, it was fairly enjoyable, but there were some parts of it. I just, I just couldn't get past. Mm. And so this is, this is going to be a, a very, I don't want to say what, is it hard? Is it hard or soft? Hard. A hard six. Okay. Um, what about you, Ben? I agree that, Christian Bale definitely elevated the scenes he was in. He definitely was like the highlight of whatever part he was in. Um, however, I do think that he did not get enough screen time. Well, like, yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I mean, as like someone who brought so much charisma, not charisma, but I, I, gravity. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess that's a good gravitas. Way to like, yeah, yeah, gravitas to whatever uh, scene he was a part of, like. He was in it for a surprisingly spare amount of time, you know. He he almost felt like a side plot to the movie, um, whereas the the main thing that they're trying to get across was something completely different. It it definitely felt like Gore or Christian Bale was like a side th- or an afterthought that they just kind of chucked in. And even his character and his weapon, you know, which we'll get into kind of later. I that I do want to point out is not as important as i think it should be um uh i i don't think this is a spoiler because he was revealed in the trailer but you know russell crowe's character i also you know i it would have been great to get a little more <laughs> uh more of russell crowe in there uh the after credit scene it was okay you know um i don't really know what to make of both of them so yeah i mean if you really like taika Waititi stuff this this is for you um but i i do feel the taiko waititi burnout you know i he i feel like um you can only take so much of we've seen him a lot recently yeah i mean he's just everywhere you know it's just like oh taiko waititi this taiko waititi that taiko waititi flavored drinks you know it's just like 
Especially oh. when he he ultimately just plays himself. Yeah, I mean, that, that's every what it single, is. Right, Lightyear, this, Korg. I mean, but Korg kind of, that's the charm that we all kind of fell in love with. I mean, that was, time. yeah, I mean, Korg is fine because that was kind of like our introduction I to feel, him, right? To like that character. But then he just, but then once he realized that's just Taika Watiti and he just copies it, copy pastes it to whatever else he does. Although, yeah. ex- with the exception, I guess, of Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I. Like his own brand of movies, I feel like I, I really like those because Taiko Waititi himself kind of takes a backseat to the rest of the movie. You know, he actually does take a lot of care and packages this whole ensemble into its own thing. He, sure, he shows up for like one or two small roles and he does inject himself and does act exactly like Taiko Waititi in that sense. But I think he lets the rest of the movie shine out. Whereas this one is just like, hey, look at me. I'm Taika Waititi. My guy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I am exactly where Stu lands. A very hard six. Okay. Well, I guess we're all in agreement because it's going to be a six for me, too. Oh, I feel God. like damn, the sign of the beast. Let's go. <laughs> we, we've gotten a little bit of overload from it. And I think from with such reach and exposure from us watching Lightyear, and getting that and realizing, wait a minute, that's just it's him just playing. Tiger. Right. <laughs> and I think because of the fact that he delivered the first time in Thor Ragnarok so well, and we kept saying, give us more, give us more. I'm starting to feel, I know this is going to sound sacrilegious, but we're kind of getting the Amy Schumer effect now, where it's kind of like, it's a lot. Like, dude, give me six months or a year without seeing anything from you at all. Um, but that helped be was balanced out by christian bale um and i agree with you Stu. like there's definitely some horror elements uh, i think i was watching an interview with uh christian uh with uh, chris hemsworth and taika on a like a new zealand like talk show and they were saying well can you tell me how how filming with christian bale is, is how is he is he in character the entire time he goes yeah he he's just like that we sometimes capture some of that stuff on film um and i think they they asked, like, is there a cut of the film that there's just so much footage of that would have included a lot of uh, Christian, uh, well, a lot of gore in the movie? And they said yes, but they had to take it out because apparently it would have not passed the PG 13 <laughs> requirement. So, um, but yeah, there was apparently a scene where, oh, is this technically a split? No, you see it's it. It's not the in the movie, then it's not. A well, it's not in the trailer. Well, so. You see at the very beginning, he has all those tribal tattoos on his face and stuff like that. But then you see at the very end, like towards the end, he's kind of got all these scars all over the place. So apparently they there was a scene where he removes all of the scars. Oh. Uh, he removes all of the uh, the tribal like like sig- signets on his body. And it leaves all these scars and stuff like that. Apparently that is not PG-13, I, which is surprising to me since for what passes as PG-13 nowadays. But... Yeah, apparently there was a lot of like different scenes that were that were filmed that never made it to the final cut um, that would have extended a lot of Christian Bale's like screen time, um, which I think would have helped elevate this and probably taken a little bit of the uh, a little bit of the uh, responsibility off of Taika's shoulders to try to inject the joke all the time. I felt like he was forcing it so often it kind of lost its. Mm, like were the it's were the screeching ghosts listen. really necessary? <laughs> they definitely lost. Uh, um, like I'll uh, it was funny at the very beginning, but it kind of got old. <laughs> yeah, and like, I felt like it was definitely. Um, I guess 
a good way to put it is like tonal whiplash, right? Like um, towards the end of the movie, I, I feel like they definitely got to a more serious area and there was the fucking goats, you know? <laughs> just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I, I can't. Like, what were you trying to make me feel here, you know? You got, like, Christian Bale right there being menacing as shit. And then you got, like, screaming goats. This like, is the in- weirdest boner ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot of just weird, like, pairings of stuff. Timing's a little bit off. I mean, you kind of know what you're expecting when you get this type of film um especially a marvel marvel taika joint but um wait i just realized i didn't say the word pegged at all this entire entire (laughs) it's a good thing but no no i can't work it in now at this point i just realized that that was something that last no it just was something that happened a couple of weeks ago and i just kept i was like wait I just realized pegging, on the mind. pegging happened like a couple weeks ago for you. No, I got <laughs> David got pegged. Mark it down. <laughs> it's like Freddie got, Freddy got fingered. <laughs> fingered. <laughs> David got pegged. Uh, okay. All right. Um, I guess we could jump over to spoiler zone. Um, is there anything you guys wanted to talk about? So the thing that I that I wanted to mention that I just that this is like a general rule for me, uh, with probably very few exceptions. But the whole thing with like kids and the superpowers now, and they're fighting shadow monsters. I'm like, come on, like I felt it was reminiscent of something. Where have we seen this before? I want to know. Probably some. I probably something. Uh, I just can't think of it right now. Oh, the shot Yu-Gi-Oh. They're fighting in the shadow realm. Oh, that's not that's not at all what I was thinking. But oh, and, and <laughs> the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh, R.I.P. Oh yeah. Right. But that part I just thought was a little a little too silly. Like, and it's like, come on, it's like, and also, I mean, I don't know. This is like a like, like, like I felt like that also with uh, like while I didn't mind Natalie Portman's Mighty Thor, I'm just thinking like, well. I know, like, you get the powers and everything, but, like, how do you know how to fight? Like, the how, how do you know how to do all this stuff? Like, you the just hammer know? teaches you. Yeah. But, but like, Thor, he's been, he's thousands of years old. He's been doing this Training, his whole life. Right. So, like, and then, so, like, the kids are suddenly going to be warriors now, or how does that work? And then, if Thor could do that, where was this shit? During the Infinity Saga. Yeah, why wasn't he empowering regular people to become soldiers in the uh in Yeah, the fight like bands? in the Infinity War, in that fight. So like, huh. what was explained to me was that it was Zeus's Thunderbolt that allowed that. But at the same time, it's like, how did he know how to do that? You know, we don't like, allow uh, deep comic book lore knowledge into the MCU. All right, Bowie? <laughs> This is not... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Ben, I gotta, I gotta ask. During the... Uh, during the uh the second uh, uh stinger yeah um after did Bowie sh- jump up and yell yo when he saw hercules um he or actually did he just he actually convulsing? did kind of go yo but then it was briefly it was briefly out there and he <laughs> he took it back because he he just stared for me he's like eh. 
did he learn that from got... last time? <laughs> no, I think he was just more disappointed oh. with the reveal. I guess like Hercules is in the Marvel comics, but it's just like, eh, it's Hercules, you know. I but think Hercules it was more... is supposed to be a big, big like rival to Thor, so I think they're uh, building towards something, right? No, I mean like, eh, it's just Hercules. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I, not I... just Hercules. It's oh, you guys didn't watch uh did, did you guys watch yeah, Ted Lasso? I did, and I was excited. You know, he's there. He's here. He's there. Yeah, he's, he's fucking he's everywhere. everywhere. Roy can't. Roy can't. Sorry. Um, Irene was really excited when she saw that. She's like what roy kent i was like no it's hercules <laughs> no it's roy kent who the fuck is hercules it's that's true roy, roy kent. kent dude that'd be great if you <laughs> the next uh in the next thor movie it's gonna be roy kent <laughs> that'd be cool um but yeah i mean just to go back to what Stu was saying about the kids and stuff um it did seem like there was supposed to be some sort of larger story arc for the kids and more tie-in and i think i would have been okay with the final scene featuring those kids and getting all the powers and everything and i felt like it probably would have resonated better if they spent more time tying them in because after a while you kind of forget it's like why the fuck are these kids here you know it's like um that it, it, it just seemed like there was some supposed to be some sort of like uh narrative vehicle more... that they're supposed to use uh, no i mean like they, they seem like they're supposed to tie in better thematically to the movie because the beginning of the movie starts out with korg you know telling the story about thor to to all these kids and everything and then later on we got this parallel between like um gore doing the exact same thing to all the kids as well but that's like the only time it really happens. And by the end of the movie, you kind of forget that Korg is telling a story to all these kids. They never even cut back to it. You know, it's it, I, I felt like they definitely cut that part out along with all this other stuff. So I'm, you know, it, it got it. You can't help but wonder. It's like, why did they cut out all this other stuff? Right. Mm. Um, are we going to have to do a, a Snyder cut version style of, uh, of this movie to get the good one? There, there was a. Uh... There was somebody one the uh, talk show they asked him he goes is there a version of this film that has all of like the the scenes and stuff like that like how is that and he goes it's the worst movie ever created <laughs> like so apparently they shoot like something like seventy hours worth of like film and then they condense it down to two hours to make something that makes sense but I mean I guess that's just the way he builds films right I feel like that's a lot of every other film in existence right yeah they, they probably film at least you know you know several more hours than the actual runtime yeah and then and the then... editor that's the editor's job of taking all that <laughs> wait yeah. why is that funny that's literally <laughs> what happens to you know, that just joke sounds here. horrible just being like all right i need you to cut all of this down to a, a something you know, that makes sense that's literally the editor's job david <laughs> That's not a joke. That's literally it. That's where the cutting room floor uh, saying comes from. Yes. But uh, I will say this. When I was a kid, uh, similar to how I thought serial killers were the, the characters on cereal boxes that would kill you, <laughs> um, I thought that movies were shot in like all one take. And I'm like, how did the actors memorize their lines the whole <laughs> movie? You want to see film. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> as soon as the uh, someone fucks up, they they just fuck. All right, reset in. back to one. <laughs> oh man, that's why like like live theater is that's crazy that people can do that for just remember all their lines, remember that they need to change yeah. outfits and stuff like. That. Obviously, the set never moves, but I mean, there are um, some films that do that, but I feel like it's more of a gimmick at this point, you know, rather than 
anything. Right. Right. We definitely really appreciate, like, for example, what was the movie? 1917. Yeah. Where we really appreciate that single cut. That was. It wasn't all in one take, though. So. No. It was, but it was like stitched. The part, the parts that weren't were stitched pretty seamlessly. Yeah. Yeah. Together to make it. So that was that's you know that was good. Mm. Or like the the gun the gunfight in Hard Boiled, the police uh, shootout. Holy fuck. Man, that that is a ooh, ooh. But anyways, this isn't about hard boiled. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I mean, we could have an episode yeah. about hard boiled. Uh, one, one thing I, uh, it was, I mean, along with just the kind of the general, I mean, the general in general, the humor was, you know, decent. It had his ups and downs. Um, I did like, um, although screaming I like goats. I, well, no, I did not like the screaming goats <laughs> past the opening minutes mm-hmm. of the movie, but uh, I did like how. Uh, Stormbreaker, there was like a oh my god, yeah, oh the uh, the unrequited love almost, yeah, just like Stormbreaker <laughs> and Mjolnir and Thor were like in a love triangle. That, that, that was, was great. I, I did really like the uh, what was it not the physical humor, but like the visual humor yeah. of that of like Stormbreaker just slowly creeping yeah. in the <laughs> shot. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I told yeah. you. <laughs> oh, hey, I was just talking about you. <laughs> that. That was good. I. I yeah. I really enjoyed those jokes, I, yeah. but I do feel like what you're saying, like a, a lot of the jokes were kind of hit and miss yeah. for me, and some of the jokes felt like very throwaway. In fact, yeah. uh, I actually felt like the the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, That's a throwaway because like yeah. they're not even a part of it outside of just to deliver him to that planet, and yeah. then they piss off. And it was it feels really disappointing because the way that it was set up in Endgame, you know, that was like. How many years ago? Two years ago at this point? Mm-hmm. Or three? Three years ago. Um, yeah. The You know, I guess there was some sort of excitement because like, oh, you know, Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy, where are they going to get up to, you know? Yeah. And it's literally like five minutes and yeah. they're gone. And it literally had no impact on the story other than, oh, he worked out on the side not even with them he was just working out by himself yeah they were there to be a part of the montage and then they pieced out yeah that's really unfortunate too because i I, i'm remembering now like you know after endgame i'm like oh when i heard there was gonna be another thor movie with the guardians and everything like oh sweet thor is gonna be you know he's gonna be with he's gonna be hanging out with the guardians of galaxy and because i really like uh chris pratt and chris hemsworth uh chemistry together on screen and then you know we got a tiny little bit of it in this movie, and then uh, also I don't know why isn't why wasn't Gamora here or did she like leave or something? Oh no, I mean that was part of Endgame where she uh, at oh, the end of the left. movie Chris was lo- or not Chris <laughs> Star Lord was looking <laughs> I'm on a for first name basis with Star Lord. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he he was looking for her. At that's the end right, of the movie. I forgot about yeah, that. She disappeared. Yeah. So that's that's okay. okay. Um, but yeah, I I feel like it was such a waste, you know, like from a comic book perspective like i feel like that would have been really really cool to see um and they totally squandered it they were just like yeah who cares i know you've been waiting three years for this but fuck you you know it's really uh, enjoyed that um so another thing i wanted to talk about uh kind of in the same vein in terms of comic books is the um i guess i was a little excited when they announced that gore the god butcher was going to be the antagonist because he was wielding a sword and that sword in of itself is kind of important too. So for everyone who is who is not aware of whatever he's you know wielding is all black the necro sword. And that sword has a bigger tie-in to actually Spider-Man. This, because this thing is Venom, a, right? Yeah, it's a symbiote. It's like Venom. 
Mm. And they just killed it. And it's like, oh, who fucking cares, you know? Um, this sword was, like, very especially important to the person who created all the symbiotes, you know? So I thought we were actually going to get a tie-in with, like, Spider-Man in some sense. But no, it was just like, just like Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, just fucking squandered and completely destroyed. I mean, the way it was destroyed was kind of cool. But other than that, I was just like, eh. And, um, you know, Natalie Portman returning. As Mighty Thor, I thought, oh, this is cool, you know? Like, we're going to get a strong female Marvel character. Finally, that's not going to die. She's not going to die. <laughs> not at all. She's in Valhalla, at least. I don't fucking get it. Why, why does Marvel hate women? <laughs> Actually, that should have been what we talked about. I don't want to... It's like uh, uh, Andy and the and the uh, Woody toy. Like I don't want to play with you anymore. I know. What the fuck? Like, hey, let's take this movie to introduce a potentially really cool character, Mighty Thor. Okay, cool. Oh, I can get behind this. Oh, she's pretty like. Oh, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> she's but dead. she's in Valhalla. I I I read or heard something was saying like like I don't know if the idea was to like set her up to take over after chris hemsworth but it's, that's what i heard too but, that's what i thought but, was gonna happen right I, I, I thought i'd heard that too but then i had also heard that uh she's like two years older than him so oh. so that that doesn't really work out long term <laughs> uh, yeah i guess so you need someone younger and i feel like they are definitely taking a lot of time to set up the younger um the younger side of marvel right now you know with like all the teenagers and the younger stars all like uh, what, yeah like all of his own kids well, no, yeah, they, uh, I guess, yeah, his kid, uh, yep. uh, Miss Marvel, you know, she's young, uh, Kate Bishop, you know, Hawkeye, she's young, uh, what's her face, um, Zach Braff's girlfriend, who I can't remember, Florence Pooh, um, as Yelena, you know, um, isn't she almost just as old as Scarlet? Is she? I don't know. <laughs> who the hell is Florence Pooh? She, um, she plays, uh, oh, God, I hate her. Oh, she's twenty six. Never mind. Yeah, there you go. That's right. I thought they were they, they were the same age. They play sisters. Wait, was she in? Was she in? Uh, she was in Black Widow, and yeah, she's, she's also in right. Yeah. So I feel like they're setting up for like the younger, you know, the next wave to kind of take over. I like her but, better in in Black Widow than Midsommar. Than Midsommar. <laughs> you know, I actually liked her acting in Midsommar. I just didn't like the out the ending of the yeah. movie i felt like it was I, super duper you know this is not the <laughs> we could we could have one <laughs> another one so, just a, a an hour-long shit fest on it's Mars, the worst movies <laughs> let me count the ways actually the way i would the one the one take i'd be more interested to hear from is stew's take because didn't stew weren't you uh dragged to that movie by ben no, I wasn't dragged to it. I was like, oh, sweet. It, well, it was like, oh, I think Ben was like, oh, you should watch Hereditary. And I watched it. I was like, oh, that was amazing. And then he's like, oh, let's go watch Midsommar. It's the same whoever. I'm like, okay. And then, yeah, that's – I mean, I think we were both equally disappointed by yeah, it. Yeah, it was quite disappointing. <laughs> so I can't really, like, fault Ben <laughs> for that. I was that's not what it sounded me. like the last time when we talked about it. Well, I, I, a little bit of – I just Maybe. like I just like to make it seem like it's his fault. <laughs> yeah, he likes to amp up the drama on the show. When in actuality, <laughs> yeah. we hate yeah. each other much more. 
can't stand him, but for the show, I'll do it. Yeah, we're like Adam Savage and what's his face? <laughs> Jamie from Mythbusters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, on the show we're we're adversarial, and out, out outside of the show we hate each other. <laughs> we just key each other's car every day, and we have we just buy a new car the next yeah. day. We just throw the other car away. Just <laughs> the, I just buy the exact same one each time. But yeah, I, I guess overall the movie was like I don't know. It it was a little bit disappointing, you know. It I mean it had some parts here and there that I'm like, yeah, I like this. Like especially Christian Bale's parts, but when you think about it in the overall scope and how all those parts are stitched together, yeah, it's it's pretty disappointing. I did like how Russell Crowe's Zeus is he just sounds like a he's just like I'm just gonna play him as a Greek immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, I'm a I'm a Zeus. <laughs> I did like and so like as far as like the humor, like the the good humor, like when he when he comes down from his little podium thing and <laughs> he lifts up his uh yeah yeah or whatever he's wearing yeah that was pretty good yeah and like i said i wish we got more of uh of zeus you know i it it just felt so abrupt and short you know that whole um what was it called the omni 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 city omni city is Uh it really called omni city i think it was called omni city that sounds like a brand of like i think uh, it was omni omni city city or something (laughs) i don't know it's it's hard to say. That, that really sounds like a brand of like vegan pork or something. <laughs> oh, um, omnipotence. <laughs> omnipotence city. Yeah, wow, they really missed with... Omni city. Omni city. Um, but yeah, I felt like that whole area was interesting in and of itself. Like the idea of having like a whole city full of gods and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, totally squandered. <laughs> Like he's, everything he's else the, in the, movie. the bow god, we oh god. To the XLB god. It wasn't even just like the regular bready kind of bow. No, it was the XLB bow. Got you know, soup you, spoon. Yeah, it was in the soup spoon. I'm like, oh my, my liege. <laughs> good thing, uh, good thing that wasn't uh, Gore's uh, god. Otherwise, he'd be, uh, he'd be gone. He would have poured him out on the floor. Yeah, I know. He'd be like a fucking idiot. It's like, oh, look at this dude. He fucking go at the soup spill everywhere. <laughs> he didn't even put it in his in his spoon first. <laughs> what an idiot. He look at this guy. Didn't burn his mouth. That's he's definitely part. not down to fung. <laughs> the um one of the parts that I would have really liked in this movie was you know, to like, I, I know I keep saying like it'd be nice to have more Christian Bale, but the idea that they named him the God Butcher, and you just hear all about it offhand that hey, he killed some gods is like, oh my god, that's so terrible. You know, it's like you never actually watch him do anything, though. You know, you never actually see him slay a I'm god. I'm sure they the probably thing. did, but I think it might have been too, too graphic. Yeah, yeah. but it, I guess like it didn't really raise the stakes or anything. It doesn't give you like a good. Um, it doesn't give you good insight or like any relevance into how terrifying he actually is. Like, yeah, you get his mannerisms and I feel like he definitely, you know, gives off a very foreboding personality, but it would have been great to actually see how, like how he fares in like combat or anything. Right. How did he become that way? Right. It was like, he kind of got scorned at the beginning and then you see that he's gone from like, you know, from being God worshiper to now God killer. Yeah. But you never see that transition. I agree with you. I think that would have been nice to at least see like, maybe he struggles the first time he, he income, he, um, 
you know, encounters one of the, the gods that he slaughters, right? And yeah. then as you see him get better and better, like, we just have to assume at some point he's done all this god killing that he's on everybody's radar, and he shows up at New Valhalla with the, the, with the necro sword, delivers all these shadow monsters, kidnaps the children, and then the next time we see him, he's pretty much, like, on his way to dying, pretty much. Yeah, like, I, you, you don't really... Um get to see how easily he can kill a god you see one of them just because he caught him by surprise but and then like what he can make shadow monsters cool that's great um would have been a great horror film that's for sure yeah i I don't deny that the shadow monsters themselves and the aesthetic of them were really cool but it's still like it would have been nice to see christian bale do something (laughs) yeah come on do something something. Yeah, right. it's a lot of it's, there's uh, Thor wasted opportunities. Yeah. Any other thoughts from you, Stu? Um, I did like how they played um, Natalie Portman's Thor, where she, although it's like okay, she's like getting all the combat already, like she already knows how to do everything. That's okay, whatever. But I did like how they made it so like she was still kind of like unsure of herself. Yeah, I, I really appreciated that. I thought they were honestly going to go with the the whole angle of, oh, look, she's just better than right. you, Thor. But no, she was like, oh, am I doing this right? You know, like, what, what I should I say? I, you know? yeah. <laughs> I, I really so. like that. You know, they were kind of on equal ground where they both of them weren't really sure of themselves. And I think it was like a good dynamic yeah. in that sense. You know, they were like offering each other advice on some portions of how to like uh present themselves as Thor, but they were missing some components and each of them filled in those gaps for each other you know i think it was a really cool way of building their characters yeah yeah i think you're i think we could have had the uh the oops i just ended up with the with mjolnir and i don't know how to use this thing that'd been great at the very like, beginning yeah because I, I think the i think the opposite which i think is probably too prone to happening is that she just would have been like there and she would have been better than Thor and doing everything better than Thor. And it's like, come on. She just, she literally just got this and then she's better now. Why? Like, <laughs> Well, actually, okay. So I know it's not like as good as like thousands of years or hundreds of years worth of training, but Mjolnir. I think they did a pretty poor job of communicating the fact that, um, you know, Jane Foster had Mjolnir for a, for a bit. Like, they made it seem like in the movie she had just shown up like I know, two that, days ago. That, that's what I'm saying. It was just like, oh, you know, like how long did she have it? We don't know because like uh, Valkyrie was already well aware of her having it, right? Right, and she's and, like, wait a load till you get a load of the next yeah, guy. And the townspeople were cheering because they're, they seem to like already know who she is, you know? But I felt like the cut between the previous scene and that scene was so fast it was like, I, wait, did she just get it? Like, or does she? Has it been a while? Like, we we don't know how long it's I, been since she I got. I could have that. sworn there was a part where they said like she had just shown up like in the number of days ago ahead of the uh, the attack. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, that's. I mean, but but either way, yeah, yeah, it was was not communicated very well. Yeah, like I said, yeah, I felt like you know a lot of this movie was definitely cut into pieces, hacked together, stitched back together, and I I felt like we definitely lost a lot from that. Okay. All right. Let's wrap it up for this week. Um, actually, I think this is going to be the last one for quite some time. Wow. Uh, for me, because 
this God. week we are expecting the birth of our son. Oh yeah. man, that means my day was wrong. You're, no, I mean it has. Wait, what day did you have, Stu? I think I had the eighth. Yeah, no, it hasn't happened yet. Are ben, you sure? What day did you have? Have you, have you, have you checked? <laughs> I'm pretty sure she would have probably take, asked me to take her to the I hospital. Know, David, you might want to check on that to see. If hey, I... Apex. I I'm almost level 500. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Ben, when did you have? What day? Uh, I'll tell you when Jeremiah is born. Oh, so not yet. <laughs> okay. No, because we were um our actual due date depending on our first doctor said it was on Tuesday the twelfth. And then the one that we've been going to, they said Wednesday. Is it so, like Amazon where you can get like a free $5 yeah, one or two because they're yeah. late? No, because they're wrong. You want to deliver it next week, you'll get a dollar in the... <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, if I ordered on Prime uh, on uh, the Amazon day or whatever. Prime day. <laughs> yeah, can you get my baby delivered on Amazon day? I think if I if I if it was up to Irene, I think she would prefer that. Cause are they that trying to should. like? Are they gonna induce it, or are they just you know? Are they just like, eh? It'll probably be around this time. Uh, at this point, we're kind of hoping that it happens naturally. If not, then we'll probably have an induction date scheduled on Thursday for. Uh, well, we're seeing our our um, obstetrician once more on Thursday, so maybe we'll have an induction date after that. Just seeing how far we're along and stuff like that. So all right, I can finally stop. Having to edit and make pictures and post stuff, for at least for a while. I thought you guys were. I actually originally at one point thought that you guys were going to uh, take up the mantle and what, have somebody just, else. What are, I'm going to talk to Ben for forty minutes every yeah, week. Yeah, no, this is my. This is the saving grace. No, I don't just have to talk don't to you guys him. have somebody else that you you like dunking on more than me? No, you're the best. <laughs> what about being you're dunked the, on? You're the Michael Jordan of being dunked on. <laughs> You are the wait, basketball. Wait, that makes poop. me like uh, Sean Bradley. That's not good. <laughs> that guy had a very short basketball career. But it was short and sweet. Yeah. Well, I don't know about the sweet part for you, oh. but you know, it was short. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. If you're in the picture, do you get royalties? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure that picture of Sean Bradley getting dunked on by Kobe and Vince Carter. I mean, does he get royalties for that? Bitch royalties, maybe. I don't know. Dude, a dollar's a dollar, man. <laughs> hey, this is off topic, but in the NBA, has there ever been a double player dunk? Like double player? two people dunking it at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> ben, have you ever watched a basketball scrimmage maybe, before? Maybe if they were both trying to get like the rebound and they both like, <laughs> touched it in or something. No, I want to see an intentional one where like oh. all the style is there, you know? And they like, both just like... <laughs> Wait, so you're saying that they're running side by side, yeah, and then they like a fast break, you know? Like this is how it works. This is how it's gonna go down. Uh, (laughs) Eighty, eighty sets the screen at the top of the key. LeBron (laughs) dribbles past him. Eighty rolls to the rim. LeBron uh, like hands the ball with two hands to AD, and they both go up with it. No, it's got to be like the uh, the Space Jam version where one of them has a hand on, the other one also has a hand on it, and they both dunk it at the same time. I don't think that happened in Space Jam, David. No, as in like they had their hands on the same basketball and they stole all the powers, but this time it just goes in the basket this time. The, the answer is no. I don't think that's happened before. <laughs> well, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> ben, you're going to be waiting a long time, I'm pretty sure. I don't there know. has to be someone who's thinking about it. You know, it's like, how well, can I mean, I did, I did ask, like, I did look up one day, uh, 
of the one time that like there was two people who knocked each other out. I thought that was impossible, but it has happened. Yeah, so anything yeah. is possible. And then after that, someone has to up the ante and go for the entire Triple? team dunk. Okay, that's a little. <laughs> I don't know if that's physically possible. And then the, and then the double three pointer shot, three point shot, and then the team three point shot, <laughs> and the and the whole team tech. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. The whole Spur- team detected. <laughs> uh, that's a weak one. But technically, there's three. A pair of hands and then an extra hand on it to count as a double dunk. I don't know if that really counts. It could. <laughs> Here, I'll send this to you. So, Ben, start looking for the triple dunk. This barely counts. But, guys, it, uh, I know this won't be the last, but this it has been a real pleasure to be able to record with you guys every week for the last uh, 120 three plus episodes plus including this one so 124 it's when been did, uh i actually did not think we were going to make it past like uh a, a, like it's, six weeks it's the <laughs> longest this is the longest game of chicken we've ever played <laughs> and david you lost <laughs> i did you blinked jeremiah it's your fault for being born if they if, <laughs> If this thing gets uh, if this thing gets traction and we're not able to record anymore and Stu and Ben become millionaires, you owe me. I'm, this is going on. This is going on I'm YouTube. Gonna, I'm gonna send that. him a birthday card that has a quote from David says, "It's your fault, Jeremiah, for being born, born, <laughs> <laughs> and ruining my podcast career, ruining my my life's ambitions and goals." <laughs> we were Again. about to break through, and then you were born, <laughs> and then you just had to go and be born. I'm just kidding. You're literally going to be the best thing that's ever no, happened. This part, I'll cut that part out. This one. <laughs> and then I'll restitch it in. <laughs> it's going to sound weird that way. but Just yeah, like the no. Thor or Thor Love and Thunder. Oh my God. That's what editors are for. All right. <laughs> um, don't forget to like and subscribe. Go back and listen to all of our previous episodes. Uh, if you guys want to see us come back, uh, tell Stuart Ben or something. Um, check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash dosnafsinkos. As always, I'm your host, David. I'm Stuart. And I have been Ben. <laughs> I was Ben. <laughs> what what are I you now? Now I don't know. <laughs> I'm vengeance. All right. Guys, don't forget to tip your Reiki master. Stay safe out there. And uh, we'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.